Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. John 10's where we are. Would you pray with me this prayer? Holy Father, in the name of Jesus, I hereby ask you this day to speak through your servant by the power of the Holy Spirit. Take me to a new level in my ability to hear your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you were with us last week, you know we started a mini-series on Does God Speak Today? And if he does, how can I hear him? We reviewed that God has always spoken. In the Old Testament, we see that right from the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and how did he do it? By his word, God said, let there be, and there was. Let there, and the word for speak in the, New, in the Old Testament, that Hebrew word is breath. Did you know that God breathed out stars? God breathed out galaxies that you can't even comprehend. He is a speaking God. We found out that God spoke to Adam, He spoke to Abraham, He spoke to Moses, He spoke to David, He spoke to all the prophets. And Hebrews 1, 1 says that in these last days, God has spoken to us in His Son. Full and final revelation is in His Son. What we also found out last week as we looked at, especially John 15 and 16, we found out that Jesus said, I'm going to go away, but I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and He's going to teach you all things. He's going to guide you into all the truth. He is going to testify he is going to speak and testify of me. He is going to declare to you those things that are mine, that the Father has given me. What Jesus was saying is that the Holy Spirit who was going to come at Pentecost to begin that wonderful ministry of indwelling believers, that he was going to speak to us. To speak. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and 3 are very clear. And that is that the Holy Spirit takes what he hears from God and he discloses it to the believer. Are you hearing the voice of God? If not, maybe you should ask yourself this question. Does he really love me the way the Word of God says he loves me? What would you think if I were to tell you if somebody says they are absolutely, crazily, mightily, unconditionally in love with you but refuse to talk to you, how would you say that would work? Do you believe that God loves you the way he says he does? Well, why wouldn't he speak if he's perfectly capable? Of speaking. 
Maybe the problem is not God's in a, in a unwillingness to speak. Maybe it's our lack of listening. Because you see, we are wired to hear from the Lord. We're wired that way. Do you know you were created in the image and likeness of God? Do you believe that? Well, is He a speaking God? Well, wouldn't it make sense that He could speak to you? I've given this illustration for 25 years probably, but I hadn't found a better one. I want you to recognize something here. Is everybody with me? All right. And by the way, if you got here late today, you didn't think that uh, your pastor in the church could rock, but we proved to it uh, to those who were here. All right, now, listen to this. You didn't know that was in the room, did you? That, that, that is not a CD. That's a radio station. You know what that means? That means there are multiplied thousands of voices in the airways that you can't hear with your natural ear. But if something called a receiver is activated, in that little box there is a receiver. And that, rece that receiver has the ability to hear things that you can't hear with your natural ear. Did you know something? God designed you with something called a spirit. And he plugged it in and made it start working by the Holy Spirit when you were born again. It got unplugged when Adam rebelled against the Father and tried to be sovereign over his own life. But it gets replugged back in when you receive Jesus as your Lord. Your spirit will work. You can hear something from God. The problem is not that it won't work or you don't have a receiver. The problem is we haven't really, we haven't really learned to hear that receiver. And from that wonderful mighty voice that it was, it is within all of us who believe. The Word says that the Spirit bears witness with our spirit as children of God. Are you hearing God's voice? Listen to this. John 10, are you there? John 10, beginning with verse 1, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber, but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens, and listen to this, the sheep hear his voice. Now in this parable, and all throughout the New Testament, are you called a sheep? Is he called the great shepherd of the sheep? Okay, so the sheep hear the voice of who? The shepherd. He calls his own sheep by name. Boy, that really stung me this week. How long has it been since you've heard the voice of your shepherd call your name? Are you a sheep? Is he the shepherd? Well, then is it conceivable that he would speak to you by name? 
Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, open our, uh, the eyes of our heart to hear your voice. Do you know something? The Lord desires such intimacy with you. He wants to call you by name, but better, he wants you to hear your name called by the chief shepherd. He calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. Did you hear what he said? The shepherd leads the sheep out. Didn't say he orders the sheep out. Didn't say he whips and beats the, the sheep to get out. He leads the sheep out. You know, the Lord is an amazing and mighty leader. He leads. How many of you know that you cannot demand fellowship? Let me put it like this. You can demand respect, you can demand people to listen to and follow you in certain business venues. You can do it in, with a team and coaching. Can I tell you something? You can't demand leadership in a covenant. If you as a husband in covenant try to demand your wife and family follow you, let me tell you something, you're out of line with the word and it won't work. Leadership in covenant is granted through service and humility and love and patience. It is granted, it can't be demanded. Covenant leadership is granted based on service and love and humility. Now that was free. That wasn't in the message. Our shepherd leads us out. And when he brings out, verse 4, his own sheep, he goes before them. He goes before them. How many of you know that you're going to reach a point to where you're in a scary place? You don't, you know what, what really frightens us the most is what we can't see, what we don't understand. And when we're asked to go into a territory that we don't, it's not familiar to us, it's out of our comfort zone, we're reticent usually to follow. But notice this, that if you are being led by your shepherd, he is going to be out there ahead of you. He is in every one of your tomorrows waiting on you to follow him. And if he is in every one of your tomorrows, there is nothing that's going to be destructive to you. There is nothing that is over your head that's not already under his feet. He leads them out. He brings out his sheep, he goes before them. Do you know that in whatever difficulty you're in today, that the shepherd himself is going out there ahead of you? I don't care how confused you are, how frustrated, how disappointed. There is your shepherd goes before you. And by faith you can know that based on his holy word. And the sheep follow him. Why? For they know his voice. They will by no means follow a stranger. 
but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. You ever heard something in the context of spiritual talk or radio or television or just conversation, and when you heard it, something just didn't ring true to you? It seems so unfamiliar. God has wired us to listen to the voice of our shepherd and to, to begin to know his voice. But how many of you know this? You can't know his voice forever by one meeting. You discern the voice of God over time. It's a journey, not an event. The more you continue to listen to the voice of the Lord, the more familiar his voice becomes. Last week we talked about why we don't listen to the voice of God. We said sometimes it's just pure unbelief. Listen, if you don't believe God will speak to you, you won't be disappointed. Without faith it is impossible to please God. He is a faith God. And those who come to him must believe that he is and that he rewards those who seek him. I love that wonderful passage, don't you, Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for well-being and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. But how many of you know what verse 12 says? See, when you know that, verse 12 says, and then you will come to me, and you will seek me, and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. Unbelief will keep us from hearing the voice of God. Fear will keep us from hearing the voice of God because fear is based on our own unwillingness to accept anything that we're not in control of. You know what makes you, what makes you fearful? You lie at bed at, at night and you're fearful about things, decisions other people are going to make. Decisions that maybe your employer or your customer or your children or your spouse could be making and you don't have any control over it, and that's what makes you fearful. The voice of fear is always opposed to the voice of faith. Always. So whatever fear I have, it didn't come from God because 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So if I got the voice of fear, I need to recognize right away that didn't come from God. If I'm fearful about something, it always has to do with something that, is, that I am imagining that is against my agenda. We said that sometimes past experience may keep us from seeking the voice of the Lord. Maybe we sought the voice of the Lord before, and maybe we misheard, or maybe we misunderstood. Can I tell you something? If you seek the voice of the Lord, it is entirely possible. You're going to have to take the risk. You can miss the Lord. The worst thing in the world is not missing the Lord. The worst thing in the world is not seeking the Lord to hear him in the first place. You can get over missing the Lord. Do you know that there's plenty of grace that'll bathe and baptize you if you miss the Lord? Just don't quit seeking. 
God's bigger than your understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own ability to understand. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your steps. But see, we've got to learn to seek the voice of the Lord. And when, once we start seeking, Lord, please speak. Let me hear your voice more clearly. What we have to do is to learn to discern the voice of the Lord from other voices. There are people who say, well, when I get quiet before the Lord <clears throat> and I begin to say, Lord, how do you see me? I have thoughts like, well, I'm just a worthless sinner. Well, how many of you know that to seek the voice of the Lord, you've got to make certain that every voice you hear has to go through the litmus test, the lens of the Word of God. If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, that's not the voice of God you're hearing. He is not, incon he is not inconsistent. So if you think you're hearing, well, you're just a worthless sinner, I want to tell you, remember the Word of God says, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things passed away and all things became new. Did you read verse 21? God made him who knew no sin to be sin on your behalf that you might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Did you read Ephesians 1, 3, 3 and following? That God has granted to you. He sees you as holy and righteous and blameless and forgiven and redeemed and accepted in Christ Jesus. You can't be worthless. That is the voice of your own flesh and even the accusation of the devil. It doesn't line up with the Word of God. The Word of God does not change. Yeah, but every time that I, I get quiet and I want to seek the, the voice of God, I, I just I have flashbacks of things that I did. And I always see myself in that place of sin. Next time you have that strong inner voice speaking to you, taking you back to places of sin, ask the Holy Spirit. Invite the Lord Jesus to say, Lord, I want you to come and sit with me for a little bit. You saw and knew, you knew what I did back when I did it, said it, thought it, whatever. How do you see me now? Can I tell you something? If you think, and your mind constantly goes back to things you did that you're ashamed of or you have condemnation about, if you think that that's the way the Lord sees you now, you are believing a lie. The Word says that the devil is an accuser of the brethren. He constantly accuses you. He's guilty, he's guilty, she's guilty, she's guilty. But did you know that you've got a mighty super lawyer? You have an advocate with God the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Can I tell you something? According to the Word of God, if you are in Christ Jesus, the only lens your Father can see you through is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And you look holy and righteous and blameless to Him because you are in Christ Jesus.
Now you are to, and I am to be quick to confess my sin. Why? Because I'm a dirty, rotten sinner? No, because I'm acting like somebody I'm not. I'm believing the lie. And his voice is the voice of the truth. Ask the Lord to help you see yourself through how he sees you and make certain that that lens is the word of God. That's not going to change. That inner voice will tell you, nah, you could never do that. Nah, just give it up. When the word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Word says that I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved me. I got those scriptures for you down there. So to, lit, to hear the voice of God, we've got to make certain that we understand that the Word of God is given fully and forever to those of us who know him. It is the truth. It is the test through which everything must pass. The voice of God's also going to speak to you through the witness of the Holy Spirit. You know, there are those who believe that God quits speaking after the last apostle died out. They, are, they call themselves and they are termed cessationists. They believe that the Lord only speaks through the scripture and all the Holy Spirit does besides that inner affirmation of the children of God is help you discern and understand scripture. Well, that's really interesting because again, let me ask you this, does he really love you the way he says he does? But he won't talk to you about whether or not you should move or take another job or help with your children. He wouldn't do that. Oh, come on. Can I tell you something? The Holy Spirit didn't go mute when he came to live on the inside of you. He didn't lose his voice. The inner voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, understand that it's not a voice of condemnation. It is a voice that corrects us. The Word says that whom the Lord loves, he corrects. But how many of you know correction is not condemnation? Condemnation is punitive. It means I'm going to get you for that because you did, you're going to pay for that. Correction is, look, you stepped outside of where I have created you to be. Now, you need to go in this direction. And that involves recognizing this is the wrong way. Lord, I admit it. I confess to you. You're right about that. And I am going by your grace, I'm going to step over here into that direction that you tell me. The voice of the Lord is a voice of love. And I got your scripture wrong there, and it's nobody's fault but mine. It should be Romans 5, 5. The love of God has been poured out in my heart by who? Now, wait a minute now. If the Holy Spirit's witness is the mighty love of God, wouldn't it make sense that His voice is going to flow out of that love? The voice of the Holy Spirit's a voice of love. It's a voice of hope. Romans 15, 13, May the God of all hope fill you with joy in believing by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a voice of faith. 
2 Corinthians 4.13 says, We believe and therefore we speak. It's a voice of faith. It's a voice of wisdom. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I want to show you this. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He speaks through the Word. He speaks through that inner voice of the Holy Spirit. Verse 9 says, I has not seen nor ear heard the things that God has prepared for those who love Him, but God has revealed them to us through who? The Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Now skip on down verse 12. We have received, believers, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us. How many? How would you like to know all the things God has given to you in Christ Jesus? That's what the Holy Spirit is in there to do. These things, verse 13, we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but we speak these things in words which the Holy Spirit teaches. Words of wisdom. So the voice of the Holy Spirit is the voice of God's wisdom. Are are you getting the flow here? God's Word is the final authority. God's voice flows out of the character of the Lord on the basis of the truth of the Word of God. Now, we also found out that a third way the Holy Spirit speaks to us, God speaks to us through messengers. Do you ever come in here and learn anything? I've had people tell me throughout my ministry, you have been living at my house. You have been stealing my mail. I don't know anything that you don't tell me unless the Holy Spirit on those rare occasions gives me impressions that I'm not told. It's not my business to get in your business. Do you understand that? And I want to tell some of you are real nervous that I know everything about you. That is not true. I've had people quit coming to the ministry because they thought I was going to call them out for the way they were living. That is not my job. I don't even want to. So you're safe. It's the Holy Spirit who does that, not me. But I want to tell you something. The Holy Spirit uses called out men and women to be His voice on many occasions. I've had people tell me, a lot of my spiritual sons and daughters and grandsons and granddaughters tell me, over and over again, I hear your voice in my inner man. Well, understand this. I am not the shepherd of the sheep. I'm just an assistant. And all I'm supposed to do is speak what he says. I will tell you this, that it is the assignment of those God has called out to hear from God and to speak life into those that he surrounds us with. But how many of you know that God not only speaks through the called out, He speaks through the common? You better start showing a little respect to those who are waiting your table 
and quit acting like you are they beyond they're beneath you. God may want to say something to you through them. You say, how could that happen? The greatest among you shall be your servant. God can speak not only through the called out, but through the common. So ask the Lord on a daily basis, Lord, show me if there is a, a help, give me ears to hear, and help me to know if you're speaking to me through another person that I need to listen to. When you believe that the voice of the Lord is speaking, listen, your inner circle of mature believers, the Spirit of God can speak to you through that family that God has assigned you to be part of. Somewhere God has given you a shepherd and a faith family that you're supposed to connect with. And one of the reasons is he loves you enough that there are things he wants to tell you through that faith family and protect you through that faith family. Listen, there are believers wandering around out there all over the place saying, God is speaking to me. God is speaking to me. They never assemble themselves together with other believers and get under spiritually mature leadership so that nobody ever tests what they say God is saying. They're out of bounds, out of line. If I'm you, I wouldn't listen to them. The body, the family of God, there is safety in that family. So if you believe that the Lord is saying something to you, does it pass the test of Scripture? All right, yes. Does it sound like the voice of God? Yes. Well, why don't you make it one more test? And why don't you go to some, a, a mature inner circle of mature believers and say, this is what I believe the Lord has spoken to me. Does that sound right to you? God has not called us to operate out there by ourselves. We're to walk this journey in the context of other believers, faith family. And I want to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of times wonderful, godly, sincere people have, believe that they've heard something from God and it has passed their test that they have set up in their own heart, but they don't expose it to any light or outside. And uh, guess what? They end up making a mess sometimes. I've told you over and over again that I believe there is a principle in the Holy Word called covering. First Thessalonians 5, 12, and 13 say to honor those who are over you in the Lord. Over you in the Lord. I got people over me in the Lord. Do you? Hebrews 13, 17 says to obey those that God has assigned to lead you. And here's what he says that just shakes me to my soul. For they, me, others in spiritual leadership, must give an account before the Lord. Uh-oh. Do you know that people like me, one day all our motives are going to be exposed? 
Yeah. One day, we're going to have to give an account for how we shepherded the flock of God. I wish I was making that up, but that's the strong, pure word of God. It's very clear. But I want to tell you that the voice of God can speak through our covering. I can tell you there are times when I would have made mistakes had I not listening to my own, listened to my own covering. It wasn't exactly what I wanted to hear. doesn't matter. Would you put somebody in your circle that will tell you the truth, even if it's not what you want it to hear? Everybody here under the covering of this church, stand up. How serious are you about following the Lord and listening to His voice through other people? Would you give it weight? All right, sit back down. I want all the called out ministries that are under the covering of this church stand up. I want to tell you something. Every one of these closest to us has at some point received correction from their shepherd. And that's one reason I can tell you you can trust them. Every one of them have received some correction from me. Not because I wanted to, but because I had to. And let me tell you something, not a single one of them ran and hid and left. They received it. They appreciated it and responded to it. You can trust these. Thank you. Whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Amen? And we all need that. Well, I'd like for you to bow your head with me now. I'm not going into that last part until the next time. Now, remember, we don't meet on the last Sunday of the month. In two weeks, we'll pick this back up, learning to hear the voice of the Lord. Would you go on this journey with me? Would you say, Lord, I want to hear your voice. Maybe you say, I don't know that I've ever heard the, the voice of the Lord, or I may have not heard it for very long. I've gotten so absorbed in my own, uh, my own journey of life, the responsibilities, <sighs> business, family. And I haven't made the investment to hear the voice of the Lord, the investment of praise. The investment of worship and thanksgiving. The investment of prayer. And 
the investment of being still and knowing, listening to his voice. But I want you to know something today, Lord. I want to hear your voice because I know your voice is connected to your heart. And there's no one who cares for me like you. Start the journey. You don't have to read three books or just tell him you want to hear his voice. Get in an atmosphere of praise and worship and thanksgiving and prayer. Ask him to speak to you. Can I tell you something? The word of God, the witness of the spirit, the messenger, all of those are wonderful ways the Holy Spirit speaks, but there are many, many others. As the Lord leads me, I'm going to go in some ways that maybe you've never thought that the Spirit of God may be trying to speak to you. Maybe things beyond your circle of, of knowledge or teaching. Maybe even some ways that you've just never considered possible. So ask the Lord to open your heart and mind that you may clearly hear His voice. Oh God, you know my heart. I want to hear your voice more clearly, more fully. And you know my heart for these. I pray for them, Lord, that you would open our hearts to hear as we've never heard. This is your church. These are your people. I am your servant. We want to hear you at a level we've never heard before. I'm thankful for you every day, and I pray over you every day. We pray God's blessing on you. I hope you'll enjoy next week. Take a break. If you want to go somewhere else and worship, good for you. Do whatever the Lord leads you to do. Would you know we, we bless you? And go with God. He's going with you. You're dismissed. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.